Gray is here on the Blaze Radio Network. Welcome to it. Great to have you with us. 888 Also at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Uh, frost advisory in effect for uh, Texas today. Just 91 degrees. Ooh. 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 Man, it was uh, 78 degrees yesterday morning. Uh huh. Had to scrape the ice off the windshield. Right. Ridiculous, man. <laughs> Normally, ice doesn't form at 78 degrees, but when it's been 173 oh. and then it drops to 78, the ice, it does hey, form. It I've does. got a uh, it's weird. Dallas, Texas fun fact for you here. All right. I know this is a national show, international, in fact, but today was the hottest temperature ever recorded in Dallas, Texas back in, it was 113 degrees, uh-huh. 1980. 1980. But I thought it's been getting hotter every yeah, minute right? since we invented you know, right. the combustible engine. Every month is the hottest <laughs> month ever. Every year is the hottest year ever. We broke another record for the hottest year ever. Well, <laughs> when you start to go back and change temperatures from the 30s, that was really the hottest decade ever, right. and you lower them, then yeah, you're bound to break some records. So weird that yeah. they can get away with all that. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Pathead Amanda posted this on Pat Gray Unleashed uh, fan page on Facebook. Uh, this is kind of fun. Uh, I was sitting in the doctor's office the other day when the nurse comes in to get my vitals. While he's setting up the arm cuff, he says, how's your day going so far? <laughs> I was so caught off guard by the way he said it with the pause and everything that I started <laughs> laughing while he just stared at me, confused. I said, I'm sorry, my favorite radio show has totally screwed me up yeah. and I can no longer function in normal society. <laughs> <laughs> that is Underneath awesome. that, Deborah Nungatini, Gungentini, <laughs> sniff, <laughs> and then Jeff Cox, it's happened to me more times than I can count. And... You're welcome. Yeah. You're welcome. You're you live in our head, Pat. Yeah. Ah, it's great. <laughs> and I don't even I don't even pay rental uh space there. Uh it's great. You know, the high school football coach mm. that scored the big win at the Supreme Court over the post game prayer. Uh I guess he doesn't even live in that state anymore. He moved out. He left. Mm. I think he went to Florida. But he has said in the past that he would go back and coach. He'd even be an assistant coach. So he, he I guess he really wanted that job back. But um, people are going crazy over this decision, too. It was a 6-3 decision. The, the uh, football coach, of course, went out to the 50-yard line and prayed. We talked about this yesterday, didn't we? No, this came down. We uh, did not talk about this uh, yesterday? See, you're doing 50 shows a yeah, day. Yeah, I can't even keep you were track down. of... See, you're filling in for Glenn uh, yes, I quite am. a bit over the next couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. And the the case here broke after this show was done. Okay. So wow. you would have been down there. Wow. So I'm acting like we've already explained this when on this show we didn't. Okay. So he, uh, this was a coach who went out to the 50-yard line and prayed after games. By himself, <clears> right? <throat> By himself. Mm-hmm. And then his team started to think, well, we'd like to do that too. And so they went to the coach and said, hey, can we come pray with you, coach? He's like, well... Yeah, sure, if you want to. So they started coming out and praying with him after games. And then some of the fans said, hey, coach, we like that you go out there and pray with the team. Can we come out there too? So pretty soon they had a big gathering (laughs) after the games of people praying. 
So the school came to him and said, mm, you can't do that. You, you can't have your team come out and pray with you or the audience. I mean, the fans, you, you can't do that. It's like, okay. So he went and told the kids, you can't come pray with me anymore mm. or I'll get fired. So they stopped. He, st- he continued to go out there and pray after games and they fired him anyway. So the, he took it all the way to the U.S. Supreme Court. Good. And the U.S. Supreme Court said, mm, you can't stop this guy from this First Amendment right to go pray. Well, wait a minute. What about praying on the grounds of a school? So? <laughs> what, is, what does it have to do with anything? Well, wait. What about government, the state? What about the you know the church and state and government thing and religion and you're not supposed to do it? <laughs> I mean, people don't know what they're talking about. No, they don't know what they're talking about. They're talking about separation of church and state and all of that. There's no such thing in the U.S. Constitution, right, as separation of church and state. A wall of separation. <laughs> The, the state doesn't need to be protected from religion. It's the other way around. And uh, that's what the First Amendment is all about. Mm-hmm. The uh, There shall be no religion established by law. That's, that's what the Establishment Clause uh, states. Yeah. And one of the laziest arguments, you know, from the left, whenever they banned prayer in schools was, well, as long as there's always there's always going to be prayer in schools, as long as there's tests, you're allowed to pray to yourself if you want to. Go ahead. Well, that's yeah. all this guy was doing. That's all he was doing. He was literally praying to. He yeah. specifically said, "You can't pray with me." Sorry. It's not like he took a microphone out there, <laughs> right. And said the prayer out loud. It's never going to be enough until you are not even yeah, praying right. at all. That's like right. they don't even want you anywhere near religion. That's, that's when they'll be satisfied. Exactly right. So, there is something in the Constitution. The thing that is in the Constitution is something called the Establishment Clause. And the Establishment Clause prohibits the government from establishing a religion. So, Congress shall make no law respecting uh, the establishment of religion, nor prohibiting the free exercise thereof. And that's it. That's all that's dictated in the Constitution. Mm. And so when people say, well, what about the separation of church and state? It doesn't, it's not Congress establishing a law about religion. So what are you talking about? How could a prayer establish a religion? It doesn't. Anyway, fortunately, the Supreme Court ruled 6-3. I mean, this past week has been a lesson. Oh my gosh. On the first 10 amendments of the Constitution. It's certainly has. It, it, we've gone from the Second Amendment to the right. Tenth Amendment mm-hmm. to now the First Amendment. Yep. And whenever this stuff comes down, nerd alert here, you can thank Love George it. Mason, an underrated founding father who was like, no, we're not doing this. If you don't give us a Bill of Rights to make sure we're protected from this government, I'm not signing exactly. anything. And that is what has happened over the last week. Thank God we have some people that are still mm. in positions of power that respect the Constitution. Thank you, Clarence Thomas. Yep. I mean, most people know James Madison wrote the bulk of the Constitution, but there's people like, as you said, George Mason. There's people like Governor Morris. There are people who uh, who were so critical in the founding of this country. And and just, it makes so much sense. And if we followed it, man, we'd be in a better place right now. So much better a place. 
So, um, yeah, huge week um, for conservatism, for the U.S. Constitution, for originalism. This, this has been maybe the greatest week in, in my lifetime as far as Supreme Court rulings. It's incredible. I'm still waiting for that, that one at the uh, power plant. West Virginia. Yeah. I the, think we might turn back some climate change. Uh, there's two edicts. really good ones. We'll talk about those in a minute. Uh, but uh, the guy's name who got fired was is Joe Kennedy. Uh, he was the junior varsity head coach, varsity assistant coach, with the Bremerton School District in Washington State from 2008 to 2015. He be, and, and then uh, it tells the, this story in the, uh, in the article. The uh, situation got a lot of media attention, apparently, and uh, Kennedy announced that he would go back to praying on the field. Uh, it raised security concerns. Yeah, because <laughs> what a dangerous practice. <laughs> How dare you go out and pray? Uh, people are going to get killed. How easy would it have been for this coach <laughs> to just roll over and say, yeah, okay. Would have been really easy. All right. And then... that's probably what I would have done, mm. frankly. Well, thankfully, I, people I don't know if I'm taking that all the way to the U.S. Supreme Court. Are you? Thank God he did. No kidding. I mean, you talk about the hassle of it, the uh, stress of that, the money involved. Wow. So I hope the guy gets a huge payday uh, from this school and uh, gets his job back. But uh, people are up in arms over that decision, too. Uh, I don't, I I just, I don't know. Uh, It's a bad day. It's a bad week for liberals. It's a great (laughs) week for conservatives. It's a really bad week for liberals. (laughs) I mean, who would have ever guessed from this Supreme Court? Now, everybody said, well, this is such a a conservative Supreme Court. And there's been no evidence of that up until now. (laughs) There's been scant little evidence of it. And then all of a sudden they explode. Yeah. In doing the right thing. And it's incredible. You can thank the legacy of one Donald John Trump. Sure can. Thank you, Donald J. Trump. Thank you so much. Seriously, I mean, he took a bow last Friday and he deserved to. <laughs> He's like, Wait, Donald Trump yeah. took credit for something? Isn't that surprising? Oh, come on. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, you know, he's going to be back and running again in 2024. And I say, yeah, let's get him back in there. I'm okay with that. The guy turned out to be a pretty darn solid president. And, uh, I, you know, I think Ron DeSantis would be as well. So we'll see. I mean, those two guys will have to work it out. But mm-hmm. one of the two, I'm, I'm, I'm okay with either one, frankly, being president in 2024. I can go either way. Uh, a lawyer has weighed in on... Um, a protester struck by a truck during a protest. Um, now, did we talk about this on the show yesterday? Because yeah. I think we did, right? Yeah. Okay. okay. So, yeah. so that was is, on this show. This is the one example we had of, look, if Maybe. you're pro-life, don't <clears throat> you know cause trouble and run through a crowd. Yeah. But there was more to this story. Um, now, remember, we were quoting facts that a reporter had put out on Twitter. But this story here... Because a from- guy drove through the crowd, and apparently uh, the protesters were in the crosswalk. Right. Right? They were just crossing the street in the pro- crosswalk. They, uh, it's this. And they apparently weren't blocking traffic, according to the reporter. Yeah. 
Uh, they, they, she, the reporter there on the scene said that uh, the light was red. And then this article here from the ABC affiliate says that the light changed while they were in there. And there was an altercation between the driver and someone in that crowd. And since he had the right of way, he's like, ah, I'm just going to keep on going here. <laughs> and uh, no charges have been filed. And uh, apparently they just passed a law recently in Iowa that they makes did. it sound like they've done that in several be states. Yeah. Uh, because of the lunatics who get in the get in the street and just stay there and block traffic. Well, get out of the street. It's not legal to lay down or stand in the street and stop traffic all day. It's not that's not okay. So, a lot of states have said, well, if you drive safely through the traffic, mm-hmm. uh, you're not going to be prosecuted or through the people. You're not going to be prosecuted because they sh- they need to get out of the street. Hello? Get out of the street. And then every time people do that, every time they've blocked intersections and all of that, and then somebody does drive through, they act like you're the most vicious murderer who (laughs) has ever existed on the planet. (laughs) They start screaming. Uh, They start screaming bloody murder. (laughs) Oh, you're trying to kill us! How dare you! Get out of the road, stupid. Drama much. Get out of the road. (laughs) Uh, Also, there have been a lot of great memes since the Supreme Court ruled on abortion on Friday. This one's brilliant. Um, check this out. With the guy wearing a mask, mm-hmm. and it says, if you did this for two years, <laughs> then underneath uh, a little package of condoms, you can do this for 48 seconds. Yeah, you can wear a mask for two years. You can wear a condom for 48, <laughs> for 48 seconds. seconds. That's brilliant. 48? Okay. Seriously, huh, that's, that's genius. That's good. That's good. That's genius. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> yeah, right? I mean, they're not... Same crowd. Yes. Same crowd. Yes! That, that love the masks, can't stand the thought of wearing contraception. Right. Uh, a contraceptive device. <laughs> exactly right. And, of course, with all the feedback uh, and the flack and the and the backlash on that, on the abortion ruling, with everybody screaming about losing a constitutional right to abortion... When there is no constitutional right to abortion, here's my suggestion Mm. for all of us. Read and, in fact, study the United States Constitution. The time we're living in, is it's becoming critical right now for patriots to step up and defend this country. And the problem is, if you don't know or understand the Constitution, you won't be able to defend it. It's under attack right now. Ignorant people are getting fired up online. They don't know what they're talking about. They just spew talking points they hear from somebody else. So our superior knowledge of the U.S. Constitution will win the day. But we've all got to study it. And I highly recommend. It's tough to get through, but I highly recommend the Federalist Papers, too, as a background for what you're reading in the U.S. Constitution so that you know why these amendments are what they are and say what they say yeah it's so important for us to understand this stuff right now well and how about glenn's book uh about 10 years ago or so right? and glenn's book the original argument yeah where it just basically breaks down the federalist papers into more modern day verbiage easier to understand and and uh absorb that way and glenn thanks you for that plug um but yeah that's a that's a great way to go um to help explain it all. 
888-900-3393. And speaking of all of this, right now, court packing is a real danger to this country. Court packing is essentially a coup. And the usual suspects, Biden, Pelosi, Schumer, they're working overtime on new radical plans to pack the Supreme Court. If we don't stop them from installing four more justices, and they will, they'll install four liberal, the, the most radical liberals they can find, which would be catastrophic for the court, for our country, for our way of life. We've seen how important the Supreme Court is. So we can't let this happen on our watch. That's why we need you to join us. <clears throat> We're gathering a coalition of a million patriots to say no to court packing. No to the liberal agenda. No to the Supreme Court coup. Franklin Graham is involved in this. Former U.S. Attorney General Ed Meese, James Dobson, the Family Policy Alliance, the Heritage Foundation, and over 400,000 people just like you, all on board. So please sign your name to this now. Go to Supreme Coup. That's C-O-U-P. SupremeCoup.com to sign First Liberty's letter. That's SupremeCoup.com. Pat Gray. Wow, here's something I don't think a lot of people have uh, really considered. And maybe, maybe we need to revisit the whole Supreme Court decision now. Because uh, a headline, CNN.com, the economic consequences of overturning Roe v. Wade will be enormous. Boy, they are desperate. <laughs> the economic con- consequences? Uh, okay, so Planned Parenthood, are they the driver of this economy? I guess so. <laughs> Jeez. Wow. This is absolute desperation. The overturning of the landmark 1973 Roe v. Wade ruling by the U.S. Supreme Court comes at an economic cost to the nation, economists have warned. Uh, this decision will cause immediate economic pain in 26 states where abortion bans are most likely and where people already face lower wages, less worker power, and limited access to health care. Oh, God. Stretch. As if. Planned Parenthood is really dispensing health care. Mm-hmm. Stop it. <laughs> That's just ridiculous. The fall of Roe will be an additional economic barricade. The consequences are likely so extensive and far-reaching that it is hard to quantify them. Try. <laughs> Try. Put somebody on that CNN. <laughs> yeah. Get back show, to us. Show me what exactly the consequences are. Could be. I'd love to see it. Taking away a woman's right to choose if and when she has a child has serious consequences for her career <laughs> and economic circumstances. Okay. Oh, man. Okay. Jeez. Ah, it's agonizing. Then we have Chicago Mayor Lori Lightfoot, uh, who had some thoughts on Supreme Court Justice Clarence Thomas. Mm. If you read Clarence Thomas' concurrence, he said, thank you, Clarence Thomas. He thinks that we are going to stand idly by when they take our rights. Wow. So did Clarence Thomas do this? We are living idiocracy. Did he he overpower the entire Supreme Court 
and just have his way with this ruling? Huh. <laughs> Blank wow. you, Clarence Thomas. <laughs> Shut up. That's my political take for the day. <laughs> it's we are seriously. Yeah. We're there. This is idiocracy. Yes, yes. yes. Also, Whoopi Goldberg had a message for Clarence Thomas. Nothing is pressing anymore. Well, you better hope that they don't come for you, Clarence, and say, you should not be married to your wife, who happens to be white. Because they will move back. Are you kidding me? Because, you know, well, you're not in the Constitution. Your back should be in a quarter of a person. That's not going to work either. (laughs) I hear the hens. There's good clucking going on there. (laughs) <laughs> the coven is so ill-informed, so stupid, so ignorant. You better off, Clarence Thomas, and they don't come for you. <laughs> okay, so interracial marriage is next, please. And by the way, Clarence will be one of the justices ruling on that, so uh, I don't know. Seems like he'd maybe have some say in that if they do come for his marriage. Which they're not. I mean, this is such. <sighs> well, what role does the government have in marriage Bull to crap. begin with? I mean, you could make that argument all day. Yeah. That that yes. the government shouldn't be involved in marriage at all. And if it's going to be, then it should be on a state level. Right. And uh, that's what we, I mean, we talked about that during the same-sex marriage thing. Mm-hmm. Same deal. God, a man. It is agonizing, but there was there was more from the coven yesterday. Joy Behar <laughs> says we're living in a theocracy yeah. now. Is that necessarily yeah, but we have, don't we have church, uh, separation? Yes. No, no we don't. I mean, we Clarence don't Thomas needs to have a seance yeah. and have Thomas Jefferson there and Alexander Hamilton. Hello? Yeah. Uh, do we still have uh, a separation oh, of church and state TV here? Right it's in the there. Constitution? It's, yeah. It's, a, it's a, the First Listen, Amendment guarantee, and I we mean, don't seem to have that anymore. Six, well, six we're in a the, theocracy right now. Six of the nine. Uh, we're, we're in a theocracy now. People should know it. Jeez. Heaven help us. Literally, Evan, please help us. Uh, wow, are they stupid. <laughs> <laughs> Just unbelievably stupid. And again, the amount of stupidity that spills out of their faces uh, would usually doom a show on national television. We had to be so careful on Glenn's show on CNN. Everything had to be backed up two or three different ways. And these, the coven can speak anything they want and just let it spew out of their mouth and uh, nothing happens to them. Nothing. Uh, why are they outside yesterday, by the way? I don't know. What was going on there? I, I didn't take the three huh. seconds to you find didn't? out. Because huh. I don't care. Um, but wow. But they're somewhere on a beach somewhere? I, I don't know. I have no idea. The Biden administration may be getting ready to uh, pay for travel. To get abortions. So you got all these corporations lining up to do this, including Amazon and Disney and many, many others are all getting, you know, they're screaming and yelling about how bad this is. Whereas you're actually going to make money if you go get an abortion. It doesn't cost $4,000 to travel someplace and get an abortion. Abortions just don't cost that much. I mean, every show I've seen where they say, uh, where the the father offers to pay for an abortion. Isn't it like $500? Maybe that's an old uh, price. Yeah, I, I don't inflation. know. Yeah, inflation. Okay, so it's $750. Mm-hmm. $1,000. Uh, 
Amazon's paying $4,000 to get you somewhere and get the abortion. And now the Biden administration is is thinking about paying for your travel too? With what? Taxpayer dollars, obviously. I'm sorry, no. That is unacceptable to me. So unless you've got a bake sale where you're getting all kinds of you know money from and you're going to you're going to use that fund to pay for abortions or people's travel to get an abortion, uh forget it. But uh, here's the HHS secretary talking about this possibility. What are you doing concretely in response to the court's decision to try to help women? Well, we're working with uh, centers like Planned Parenthood, who so we are oh. restoring funding for mm-hmm. Title X oh. family planning services. We are mm-hmm. working with uh, uh, supporters on the ground to make sure that we are providing services to women where we can. Good. Uh, we are looking into Good. everything, including <clears throat> assisting in transportation, something that HHS oh, doesn't wow. typically do. Can you do that legally? Can you? No. Talk to me later. Uh, <laughs> I mean, that's do, a big question, right? I, I always tell my yes. team at HHS, uh, if you've done your homework, then we have no right to do miles. And so we're going to be aggressive and go all the way. And I, I would tell you if... Uh, you're recording, so I won't tell you. So, uh, this is all on the record, yeah. Mr. Secretary. We are looking at every option, and among those is transportation. Look at these people. Wait, say that again. We are looking at every option, and among those is transportation. Transporting women to other states. <sighs> Unbelievable. And people cheer that. <laughs> Yay! Spend my tax dollars that I'm giving you so that people can kill their children. That's great. <laughs> How wonderful. I mean, this is a government that just does not stop. Nope. They do not stop. They are uh, completely radicalized. I would say that uh, Biden is just the name of the Marxist front group that is running this country right now. Yeah. That's all that is. He's an empty suit with nothing but Marxists on every level of administration. And this is the kind of stuff you're going to get. It's just going to continue. There is no way. That providing transportation to women who seek abortions uh, from Health and Human Services, there's no way that's legal. Using taxpayer money to do that? No. I'm sorry. That is not legal. That is not constitutional. If the right to an abortion isn't constitutional, then certainly the transportation to get the abortion paid for by the government is not constitutional. (sighs) I'd like to see how... Mm. Their budget is drawn up by Congress. Because if Congress just writes them a blank check and say, hey, take care of the health of the nation, if it's something as simple as that, then they'll say, yeah, this is us taking care of... Oh, they'll find a way to... Yeah. They'll find a way to do it. And so you're going to have to probably have an amendment or something from a Republican lawmaker that specifically prevents that from happening. It's pathetic. I mean, this... (laughs) Pathetic. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. They're doing everything they can to try to circumvent... Uh, the U.S. Supreme Court. Whereas uh, a couple of years ago when rulings were going their way, uh, <laughs> the Supreme Court was the be-all and end-all. And how dare you even say anything against the U.S. Supreme Court? <laughs> that those, uh, those days are gone. Kamala Harris has a message for parents of boys. Mm. So this would be valuable for us, I think. And when we think about it, Everyone has something at risk on this. Right. First of all, if you are a parent of sons, 
do think about what this means for the life of your son. Oh. And what that will mean in terms of the choices he will have. Pause it for a second. I guess that's it. Wow. So you mean if my son impregnates a, a woman, then he has responsibilities? Hmm. Oh, where did that come from? Like, like that changes anything. He's always had responsibility. As far as I'm concerned, mm-hmm. my son, mm-hmm. if he did impregnate, well, I've got three of them. And uh, two of them are married. But if my son impregnated some girl when he was a teenager, uh, you can best believe I'm going to tell him he's got responsibility to that, to that person and that and that baby. They live in a. It shows what their mindset is. World with no consequences. Yeah, absolutely. Which is where the Obama thing comes in. Mm. Uh, I don't want him punished. That's right. I don't want him punished. With a baby. Uh, of course, I can't find it when I need it. <laughs> we can hear him in our head. He's lived there for I don't want 15 him years now. <laughs> punished with a sexually transmitted disease at 16. <laughs> oh. That's that mindset, though. Okay, I'm going to teach him correct principles, but if they screw up and they go against those principles, I'm going to teach him that it's okay and there's no consequences. You can wipe it from your life. All right. Wow, that's powerful. 888-933-93. More Pack Ray Unleashed. Coming up. Beware. Pat Gray is unleashed. From Get a Bushy, we've got this tweet. The left is upset that a coach can pray in public because the coach, as an employee of the school, implies the government approves. Then they turn around and claim their grooming children is free speech and public employees doing that while at work doesn't represent government approval nice it's a really good point well said really good (laughs) cardi t tweets uh has anyone checked on the rbg car lady since the scotus decision uh we need to do that i've thought of her (laughs) could this year get any (laughs) yes the answer is yes all she had to do. <laughs> wonder how that lady spent her last weekend. Oh, can I you bet she imagine? was in the streets. Yeah. Oh, man. DMX DM tweets, I believe the only person hurt during the Cedar Rapids protest incident was the woman that tried to reach into the truck to punch the driver. Oh, boy. Okay. Mm-hmm. And there's this from Jeffy's Meat Sweats, which has a Twitter account and uses it. Wow. It's really interesting. Gross. Did I just hear the vice president basically just say, think of the children when talking about abortion? Uh, we might have and skimmed over that. And think about it, uh-huh. everyone has something at risk on this. Okay. First of all, if you are a parent of sons, uh-huh. do think about what this means for the life of your son. Uh-huh. She kind of did. what that will mean in terms of the choices he will have. Right. Oh, man. Yeah, you don't want him to accept personal responsibility for anything. Oh, that is... That's amazing. It just shows who these people are. Everyone has something at risk here. Well, then don't risk it. Right. (laughs) Yeah. How about that? You know, maybe you could have protected. I mean, if you have to have sex, then maybe you protect yourself. I don't know. So that you don't get pregnant in the first place if you don't want to have a child. What a concept that is. That's just way too extreme, I guess. It's too extreme a uh, a concept for them. Uh, then we have, uh, this is fun. You just saw Kamala. 
Here is a uh, Kamala impersonation. Yeah. Just to lighten if the load you today. Wake up. Okay. <laughs> and don't want to smile. <laughs> if it takes a little while. Okay. Uh, okay. Uh, listen. Okay. Open your eyes. <laughs> okay. And look at the day. Okay, you gotta look at the day. <laughs> you do. <laughs> and listen, you'll see things in a different way. Okay. Um, it's really listen, good. Full stop. Don't stop thinking about tomorrow. Okay. Don't okay. stop because okay. it'll soon be here. Okay. <laughs> it'll soon be here. <laughs> yeah. It'll be here better than before. Okay. Yesterday is gone. Yesterday is gone. Okay. It's gone. <laughs> and listen, full stop. It is gone. Yeah. <laughs> Brilliant. He's so good. I mean, that's that's a show-stopping impersonation. <laughs> that is awesome. And then it's the... Love that. The double punch with the lyrics, too. <laughs> you know? It's so good. <laughs> wow. Mm. She should take that on the road, because that's priceless. Uh, all right. Also, UN Secretary General Antonio Guterres called on global leaders to take better care of Earth's oceans. Yes, please. During the UN Ocean Conference. That's what we need, our conferences <laughs> yeah. about the oceans. I'm sorry, before we play the clip, what was his name again? Antonio Guterres. Thank you. Uh, so the agency continues to warn of climate change's hazardous impacts oh, on no. the planet. Yeah, here we yeah, go. Yeah, yeah. Everyone panic. Mm -hmm. Sadly, we have taken the ocean for granted. Mm -hmm. And today we face what I would call an ocean emergency. Okay. <laughs> we must turn the tide. Oh, we must. Global heating is pushing ocean temperatures to record levels. Global heating. Creating fiercer... Mm and more frequent storms. No, sea levels that's not true. Are rising. Mm. Low-lying island mm -hmm. nations face, face inundation, inundation. Yeah, they do. As yeah. do many yeah. major coastal cities in the world. Yeah. And some 8 million tons of plastic waste mm -hmm. in yeah. the oceans every year. Well, the Great Pacific Garbage Without mm -hmm. drastic action. And turtles. Mm -hmm. These plastic could overweight mm -hmm. all the fish in the oceans. It could by overweight the fish. Wait, what? Hey, play those last 10 oh, seconds what? again if you would, because I'm really concerned now. I didn't realize that. It could out. These, These plastic could overweight all the fish could in the overweight oceans all by 2050. Fish by 2050. Wow. So he's saying that the, the plastic in the ocean will weigh more than the fish do? Is that what he's saying? Oh, I'm going to need to <laughs> oh, no. put that on the reminder calendar for 2050. <laughs> let's let's go measure that. Uh, I think geez. how stupid that is. Uh, you mm. can't go out and, and test that. Shut up. That is so stupid. Yeah, but what about this? Carbon emissions also trap heat. Today's report shows oceans have absorbed 90% of that heat, mm -hmm. raising ocean temperatures <clears throat> by half a degree. Yeah. Had all that heat gone into the atmosphere, mm. air temperatures could have risen by more than 200 degrees. Thank you. Thank you for that reminder. That's why we have an ocean emergency. Well, the sea levels are rising. But are they really? And he, are they? What did he say? He said, yeah, coastal cities are... Uh, yeah, do we have that picture, Rob, from uh, that are, the 100 years ago picture? 
Do we have that? You remember when they, uh, they, they like the G7 summit? Remember that? Yeah. And they were standing out we're there standing in Scotland, the... mm-hmm. and someone's like, really? They're there to talk about coastal cities disappearing? Uh, let's look at what it looked like right there at that spot 100 years prior, and it was the same exact Exactly, exactly the line. same. Exactly. Oh, my goodness. The same. They have nothing. But the fish are going to be overweight. What, what, he <laughs> well, said the overweight. is going to overweight the overweight fish. Overweight the fish. So I'm not really sure what that means, but it sounds bad. It means plastic needs to work out. It's getting fat. Okay. Mm-hmm. So he didn't even, but he didn't mention, when you're talking about plastic, you got to mention the Great Pacific Garbage Patch. Yeah. That's two and a half times the size of Texas. He left that out. Or... The size of Alaska. Perhaps you could just say, it's the size of Alaska. I don't know why they don't do that, but they never do. It's always compared to being bigger than Texas. <laughs> it's great. Meanwhile, there was an eco-festival in England, mm-hmm. and guess who was there? <laughs> Greta Thunberg. Of course. Our very favoritist climate change uh, activist. And here's what it looked like after... <laughs> this is so awesome. After all the environmentalists left, you know how they love the earth? Man, they want to make sure it's clean. Oh, Man, look at that. Is that a landfill or is that a... a... There are several spots where there isn't garbage. <laughs> I see two. Yeah. It's... Oh my goodness. Look at that. Look at that. These are the people who love the planet. If you're listening to the podcast mm. audio only, just go to your nearest dump mm. there in your town, and that's what we're looking at. What? Oh, they didn't pick up anything. No. They just dumped everything on the on the grass and left. Nobody cleaned up after themselves. Nobody even looked for a garbage can. It's all out there on uh, the expansive lawn area. Oh, my goodness. That's incredible. I mean, the hypocrisy. You can't even get your head around it. Oh. Wow. All right. Uh, let me tell you about Birch Gold. Our current system is, you know, our economy is a little out of control. Inflation, we're, you know, paying 47% more for fuel than a year ago. It's probably even higher than that. Looks like we're, we're paying 41% more for the same used vehicle if you can buy it this year. And what I have found is you can't even buy a vehicle. Uh, they don't have any. Paying uh, about 10% more and in some cases up to 36%. We got a story about the 4th of July you know, food. The food that you buy for 4th of July is as much as 36% higher than it was last year. When you saved... 16 cents Mm. because of the Biden administration and their incredible policies. Well, now you're paying 36% more. So every dollar in your savings is worth less than it was a year ago because of the policies of this president. Hedge against the U.S. dollar by investing in something with real value. Gold and silver from Birch Gold. Precious metals have historically been a safe haven in times of inflation, and Birch Gold is the leader in converting your IRAs or 401ks into a tax-sheltered IRA backed by gold and silver. There are thousands of satisfied customers. Birch Gold has an A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau. They can help you protect your savings. So text PAT to 989-898 to get your free info kit on gold. Read all about it. Find out if it's right for you. And take the plunge. Text PAT 
to 989-898. Get your free info kit now. Pat Gray Unleashed. Uh, so is the guy, is the, uh, let's go to Tom in Texas. Hey, Tom, you're on the blaze. Hey, Pat, just wanted to give you a little bit of information. Your favorite ladies are in the Bahama doing the views. Doing the views are in the Bahamas. Good for them. All right. The Bahamas penal code, they should have checked before they went there, says section 315. Whoever intentionally and unlawfully causes abortion or miscarriage shall be liable to imprisonment for 10 years. Oh, my gosh. I'm reading that right section here. Th- section says 330, the offense <laughs> of causing an abortion or miscarriage of a woman can be committed either by that woman or any other person, and that woman or any other person can be guilty of using means without mm. intent mm-hmm. or with intent to commit that offense, although the woman's not pregnant. And the offense of causing abortion can be committed by causing a woman to be mm. prematurely delivered of a child uh-huh. with intent unlawfully to cause or hasten the death of that child. That is amazing. <laughs> and they're, they're talking about our abortion. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Appreciate that. Thanks, Tom. Good find oh. on that. <laughs> there you go. Again, the hypocrisy of the left. Incredible. So they're condemning us here in the United States. They're in the Bahamas, soaking up the sun, having a great time. <laughs> They've got laws like that against abortion. Wow. Amazing. Nice call from the coven there to go to the Bahamas. <laughs> Congratulations. <laughs> uh, also, uh, an op-ed from The Hill. We must nationalize big oil. Oh, no. During the financial crisis in 2008, the federal government protected the economy by bailing out companies it considered too big to fail. Normally, the government protects the economy from companies that are too big to exist. Uh, Companies that prevent competition by dominating an oil industry are called monopolies. The Justice Department or Federal Trade Commission use federal antitrust laws to break them up. Tried to do that with Microsoft. They've done that many times. But what should the government do about companies that use deception to dominate a market to the detriment of the economy and the long-term welfare of the American people? Let's stick it to them. What should it do when an industry repeatedly violates the public trust? What should we do? In other words, what shall we do about the oil industry? That is the question uh, posed by William S. Becker. Mm. In uh, The Hill. Okay. Uh, In one scenario, the federal government could buy a controlling interest (laughs) from the three most dominant oil companies, ExxonMobil, Chevron, and Conoco. The cost would be around $350 billion, a trivial amount compared with the unmitigated climate change or the $5 trillion the government spent on COVID-19 relief. Okay, bro, we're $30 trillion in debt. Let's not start writing checks for oil companies. Uh, wow. The federal government typically nationalizes co- companies to save them. In this case, it must nationalize big oil to save us all from a future we don't want. This is fascism, man. Come on, stop. Wow. That's I mean, a former <clears throat> Clinton guy, right? Yep. They have taken the mask off. They just, they don't care that you know they're socialists now. They don't care. 
because they think they're too far down the road for anybody to stop them anyway. And they're proud of it. They're so proud of it, they can't help but talk about it. You're going to nationalize the oil companies? <laughs> okay. That's brilliant. Mm. Uh, remember Maxine Waters, what she said back in the, back in the day? Um, Thank you. Here it is. What guarantees are you going to give this liberal about how that will reduce the cost of, uh, of uh, gasoline at the pump if we let you drill where you say you want to drill? I can guarantee to the American people, because of the inaction of the United States Congress, ever increasing prices unless the demand comes down, and the $5 will look like a very low price in the years to come mm -hmm. if we are prohibited from... Ah finding new reserves, new opportunities to increase supplies. And guess what this liberal would be all about? This liberal mm. will be all about socializing. Uh, um, uh, um, uh, uh, mm, uh, would be about... Would be about... Uh, basically. Uh, basically. Right. Taking over. Taking over and... And the government <laughs> running all of your companies. <laughs> she, she tried to catch herself at that time. What was that, 2006 or seven, somewhere in there? At that time, they still had to hide their true agenda. True agenda, but now uh, they f they feel completely comfortable just letting it all hang out. Now, and you know what? Just nationalize the oil companies. That'll learn them some manners. And he was warning there exactly what the Biden administration is doing: stopping drilling at every turn. How mm -hmm. many times have we seen them pull permits, stop pipeline construction, go to court to stop this stuff? And here we are. And then, and then have the nerve to say, we haven't done anything to the oil companies. What are you talking about? We haven't done one thing to impede their progress. Huh, really? <sighs> then we got this story from Yahoo News. Uh, Americans are in love with, or some might say addicted to, their lawns. <laughs> <laughs> the neatly manicured bright green plots of grass are ubiquitous in most suburbs, uh -huh. where a majority of Americans live. At least 40 million acres in the United States, an area larger than the state of Georgia, are covered by turf grass. Oh, my. Wow, we're an evil people, yeah, aren't we? Yeah, the we, turf grass will get us. We dare have lawns. But what if growing and grooming that grass is contributing to the biggest <laughs> environmental crisis on the planet, <laughs> including water pollution and climate change? Uh-huh. That's the view of a number of scientists increasingly vocal about the drawbacks of lawns this is the most absurd article you've ever read never mind the pollution caused by your lawn equipment never mind the fertilizer no no it's because the blades of grass they're too short and therefore are actually not helping the environment in ways that bigger plants would Jeez. i mean this i mean Unreal. these people are insane and getting worse by the day yep triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three more coming up <laughs> Unleashed. Quick reminder, there's just a couple days left to celebrate Pride Month. <laughs> but, you know, you can keep it in your hearts all year. That's definitely that's the beauty of it. And I think I think we do. Right. I, th I think that most of us celebrate Pride Month all year long. Yeah, we do. <clears throat> sure. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's our default position. Yeah. Well, it needs to be. Otherwise, you're a bigot and a hater Thank and a you. homophobe. Somebody and has to say it. There's the new flag that you need to be aware of. Okay. Oh, yeah. Don't use that old rainbow flag that's really hateful now. Yeah. Y you need this one. That's the. Is that the progressive pride flag? Is that what it is? 
I yeah, I think that's Something what like they that? call it. Yeah. Uh-huh. Okay. It's the Love proper it. flag. Thank you. Mm-hmm. It's hard to keep up with what is proper at any given point in I know. history right now. I know. Uh, but the Boy the Boy Scouts of America know. And uh, the Boy Scouts in Seattle are hmm. uh, carrying some flags here. Oh. In, uh, See the local pride parade there yeah, in, in Seattle? Oh. They're in the pride parade. Oh, no. They've got the old <clears throat> version. <clears throat> oh, wow. Those hateful Boy Scouts excluding again. Look hate at that. Hate mongers. Hate mongers. Where's the progressive pride flag, boys? Wow. <laughs> actually, though, that is tragic. Oh That's tragic. Isn't it? Sure is. Boy Scouts of America in the pride parade. <sighs> oh, boy. All right. All righty. And abortion stuff behind them. Mm-hmm. Boy, that's that's nice, and they're participating in it. That's that's perfect. No, it's good. I wouldn't change a thing. America, <laughs> see ya. Real quickly though, we were talking about the sea level rise because of the I don't know the doofus at the UN talking oh, yeah. about the oceans and whatever. They're having a big ocean conference because mm-hmm. they're going to fix the ocean now. Finally. And uh, here's the this is the G7 or G20 I don't know bunch of leaders out on uh, Carpus Bay, Mm -hmm. and you see the split screen. (laughs) And they're specifically there to stop things like sea level rise. Yeah, and so you see 1925 and what it looked like then, (laughs) and look at it now. Oh, my gosh. They're underwater. The whole town's gone. They're practically underwater. (laughs) Well, okay, no, they're on a sandy beach that looks exactly the same as 100 years before. Exactly. (laughs) I mean, eggs... Freaking Ackley. <laughs> so frustrating. Meanwhile, Rachel Rachel Levine had a message about kids who want to change genders, mm. and this is important. Oh. Gender-affirming care is life-saving, <laughs> is medically necessary. So beautiful. Hold on, let's stop for a second. Appropriate. This is and literally it, an SNL bit, is this not? <laughs> it's a dude dressed no, up like a woman. What? Playing a woman's role here. What? Oh, no. What kind of bigoted hate-mongering is that? How much time you got? Okay, sorry. Go ahead. That's uh, a government official. Gender-affirming care is life-saving, medically necessary, (laughs) age-appropriate, and a critical Uh tool for healthcare providers. As a pediatrician, when it comes to making sure kids are healthy and happy, Mm -hmm. I know how important care that affirmed Mm. someone's true identity can be. Uh Wow. Yeah. There you go. All right. Oh, and there's a she knows. flashback to Joe sniffing her hair. She knows. <laughs> That's weird because uh, they are not even trying there to look. Doesn't have the wig on or Mm-mm. anything. That's why I said it's a dude dressed up like a woman. It's barely putting in any effort. Because show the uh, Biden picture again. Normally, this is how you see Rachel Levine, right? With the long curly hair. And then go back to the, I don't know, just, a, yeah, look at that. I mean, what are you doing? Bro. I, I don't know. Ma'am. Ma'am, thank you. Well. It's ma'am. They. Excuse me, it's ma'am. Them. It is ma'am. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> now, uh, this mo- mother would probably disagree with some of what Rachel was saying there. Uh, listen to a mother who had kind of a, uh, I don't know, a brush with the school system. That wasn't really pleasant. Good afternoon. 
I'm Erin Friday from Our Duty. I'm a Democrat who voted for same-sex marriage. When my daughter was in eighth grade, she was convinced she was trans. Her entire friend group also came out. Senator Weiner likes to say that parents reject their trans-identified kids, but the contrary is true. They are coached to reject us. I have evidence of a California school counselor providing a high school student with advice on how to run away from his parents to an LGBTQ housing. Mm. Salinas Union High School has a link in its LGBTQ page that gives instructions for emancipation. That website also provides a how-to for minors to get illegal, to illegally get uh, hormones. Just in case those pesky parents won't consent. Do you wonder why public school enrollment is down? My child is one of the lucky ones. All of her doctors, therapists, and school counselors said that she would commit suicide if I did not affirm her. My gosh. I ignored them. See, I had read all the suicide studies, and I knew what they were saying was untrue. Today, my daughter is happy in her unaltered female body. Chloe Cole of California was not so lucky. At 12, she decided she was trans. Her parents were given the one treatment plan available in California, gender-affirming care. They followed the advice, put her on puberty blockers and testosterone. In California, gender identity cannot be questioned, and the only one who knows what the patient needs is the patient herself, regardless of age. Doctors are able mm. to convince parents to consent by using the suicide threat. Chloe, at age 15, went, underwent a double mastectomy. By 16, she realized she had made a mistake. Oh, the passage of SB 923 will make it mm. harder for children like mine to desist. It will make it more difficult for gender-confused people to explore their underlying mental health crisis issues. Wow. There you go. That's heart-wrenching. Absolutely heart-wrenching. Uh, I don't pretend to know what's going on and how they feel and, you know, the whatever the uncomfortable feeling is that you're not the right gender. But I think it's pretty clear that you shouldn't be making major changes like that until you're at least an adult. Because who knows how you're being messed up by your hormones and your the changes that are going on in your body. And how many times have we heard people who are trans that made the transition at an early age, in their teens, for instance, and then regretted it the rest of their lives? Plus, after the transition, the suicide rate is 19 times higher than the rest of society. It's just... We've just taken something that used to be considered uh, a problem that needs to be dealt with, you know, with trained professionals to help you through it. And now we've just celebrated it so much that we embrace it and promote it. And even in, in some cases, they are forcing it down the throats of some of these kids in schools. I, the, the amazing restraint it would take as a parent mm-hmm. not to become, you know, a criminal after they do that to you because you, I don't know, beat the crap out of somebody at the school. What, 
what what did you just say? You said it used to be <clears throat> what rare, and um, now it's completely celebrated. Mm-hmm. And uh, is that the same argument you could make for abortion too? It used to be yes. rare, and then it became celebrated. Right. And, I mean, that's that's what happens, and right? Promoted. You yeah, promoted. Mm-hmm. You just you accept the extreme, and you blink, and it's the norm now. Right. Or it's at least expected to be the norm. I should say. And the trans thing, uh, we're beyond uh, accepting it. We've already accepted it. And now they just demand that we promote it. Wow. Then we have these kinds of problems. Uh, This trans-identified 29-year-old male who decided to go into the women's skateboarding competition in New York City. And uh, surprise! The 29-year-old male who identifies as a female beat out a 13-year-old girl for first place and took the trophy from her. What? Scum. Despicable. It is despicable. Richie Trez, also known as Richie and Trez, took top spot in the women's division of the board open held in New York City yesterday, taking home a $500 prize for first place. Uh, The 29-year-old trans-identified male came in first place against 13-year-old Shiloh Katori. Of the six competitors, four were under the age of 17, with the youngest being a 10-year-old. Wow. So yet you have it again. It just continues. The Trez win was put on blast by uh, Taylor Silverman, a female skateboarder who previously came into the spotlight when she spoke out about her experience competing against trans-identified males. Uh, Apparently, uh, she wrote that she placed second in two previous competitions in which biological males were allowed to compete. Guess who took first? Uh, Another female? No. 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 Uh, The biological males. They took first. Had got the prize money. I mean, this is this is becoming rampant, and something's got to be done. It's, it's why can't we get the left to care about women's rights? Right. Just, I mean, the fact that the left was quote celebrating fifty years of Title IX last yeah, week. Yes. Shut up. <laughs> oh, shut up. Right. They they don't celebrate that at all. They're going against it now. They're expanding it. They're it's unbelievable. To include these trans athletes, they can't. And again, there can be an equitable solution here. Open up a trans category so they can compete with one another. They want to compete? All right. Don't make them compete against don't let them compete against the women. And if they don't want to compete against the men, they can have their own category. It's becoming, you know, so prevalent that there's got to be enough athletes, right, competing as trans mm-hmm. people. All right. There. I mean, what are we, 40, 50% trans now? Wait, I don't know. <laughs> it was 0.7% a few years ago. Now I think it's about 57% no. of the U.S. population is trans. <laughs> so there's got to be yeah. ample opportunity to compete against uh, your peers. Trans women are not a threat mm. to women's sports. <laughs> the wonderful Leah uh, Thompson. Uh, Thomas. Thomas. Get it right. Thomas, sorry. God, show some respect to the pioneer. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Is that what they are? A pioneer? Okay, yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Mm-hmm. I guess you could say that. <sighs> All right, let me tell you about Omega XL before we get even more pissed off. <laughs> uh, we have 360 joints in our body, and obviously something's going to go wrong sometime in your life, and you're going to develop pain and inflammation in one of those joints or more maybe. And it's really hard to get to that pain for some reason. There's a lot of medications that just don't touch it. Well, if you've tried everything and you're at your wit's end, please try Omega XL. This is what I did. And after it built up in my system for a week, I started to feel real relief. And after two weeks, the pain was just completely gone. And if you'd like to experience that, just go to OmegaXL.com slash pad. When you buy the first bottle... They're going to throw in a second for free. So you buy one, you get one free. An incredible deal. OmegaXL.com slash Pat. Or if you'd rather, just call 800-844-4888. Pat Gray Unleashed. Traffic and weather together. Every six minutes on the fives. All morning, so that we can get you there safely and quickly and in one piece. That's how I start my day. Exactly. Uh, we got this tweet from Carol Remarks. We didn't have all this gender confusion back in the day. It did not exist, period. No, it wasn't hidden or shamed. It just did not exist. So why, all of a sudden, is it exploding? It's a really good question. And the answer, of course, is they're making it hip and cool, yeah. and you get a lot of attention. Yep. So the kids are like, yeah, you know what? I can get attention that way. I can I can perform. I can just be free. I uh, People will notice me. It, it rolls a lot of things into one. Yeah, it does. I mean, it's the latest trend, mm-hmm. gets you attention, and uh, in many cases, not so much every case, but in many cases, it's the opposite of what your parents want you to do, so you're going to do it. Yeah, it, you don't go from two or three percent people in alternative lifestyles and genders and whatever. It's about it was about two or three percent. What 10, 15, 20 years ago? Now it's twenty percent. Yeah, we had a we had a story that said this generation wow. of youth twenty point five percent identify. How is that possible? It's not. Man. It's not unless you're being influenced, you're being groomed and and uh, guided into that and and let's say that you're you're at that point where you're like all right i want to wear girls clothes now right you're a boy you want to wear girls clothes Mm -hmm. and then maybe you realize okay that's not that's not me at all it's more serious than that the mom even talked about the double mastectomy for the girl yeah and and we've gone through regret after regret after regret and one year later she regretted it and and this is life-changing you and ah we've man the stories that we've talked about on their show about it's not like you just snap your fingers and you're the opposite sex. You are literally scarred for life where you don't have feeling down there. Mm-hmm. You, you don't, it's just, it's mm-hmm. terrible. It's terrible what they're doing to themselves and adults everywhere are allowing this to happen. Yeah. Uh, from not your trained monkey pox, <laughs> not your trained <laughs> monkey pox. Uh, I was a member of the Boy Scouts in the 90s. We learned life skills, not sexuality. Mm. Yeah, those were the days. Good times. Atticus, Boy Scouts. Boy Scouts, let's remember uh, what Scouts 
Oh, it's ju- it's called Scouts yeah, we now. Screwed, you and I. It's we, just Scouts. And if Jeffy were here, I'm yeah, sure you would have emphasized that point. Yeah. They're all-inclusive Scouts. They're Scouts. Don't no. call them Boy Scouts. So do girls join Boy Scouts now? Is that the yeah. thing? Yeah. And do, what happened to Girl Scouts? Is that not a thing anymore or or what? Yeah, now, can boys join Girl Scouts? Depends or is it just the other way how around? How they identify, I guess. I guess so. My gosh. But if you're a boy and you identify as a boy, mm-hmm. can you join the Girl Scouts? I don't know. Somebody has that answer. Let us know. Boy, we are a world gone mad. <laughs> we just are. Yeah. Michelle 08210 tweets, For years, we were told that Planned Parenthood provides invaluable health care mammograms, examinations, etc. for women. Actually, we're told that, but they don't actually do mammograms. They can point you in the direction of somebody who does, but they themselves don't do mammograms. Mm-hmm. Uh, then why are we they closing in the states where abortion is prohibited? Yeah. Won't they have more re- more resources now for See? that health care? Yeah, that's such a great point. Yeah. You got more time to do your mammograms that you say that you're always doing. Uh, by the way, programming note, no uh, Pat Gray overtime today. I'm filling in for Glenn, but I think we're going to use, I don't know, some section of the Glenn Beck program, and we'll use that as overtime. Mm. Post that, perhaps, for okay. you. Love it. Uh, so keep that in mind. As we fill in, it's hard to do both. It's, well, it's almost impossible to do yeah. both Can we clone you? Uh, that's what's going to have to happen pretty soon. Oh, one of yeah. you, one of your clones could sleep for you. <clears throat> oh, okay. Since I know that you're not <laughs> right. sleeping otherwise. <laughs> that's for sure. <laughs> Uh, Ghislaine Maxwell has been put on suicide watch ahead of her sentencing, according to her lawyer. This is very, very sad. Jeffrey Epstein, associate Ghislaine Maxwell, uh, has been put on suicide watch days before her sentencing on five criminal accounts, including sex trafficking. Yeah, she's going to be sentenced today, right? Yes, at the Metropolitan Detention Center in Brooklyn. Mm. Now, uh, it's interesting how... I wonder if they should maybe check the video feeds yeah, yeah. in the jail. Okay. Make sure that the prison guards are hopped up on uh, caffeine, taking some energy drinks so they don't fall asleep. And uh, let's oh. just make sure that we prevent that. So this is day five. So Make we... sure no Clintons enter <laughs> the area. Okay. We haven't gotten any reports of, uh, of her, you know, being... Suicidal? Deceased, yeah. No, yeah, right. Well, yes. So hopefully she's made it all the way to the trial today. Hopefully. The hearing there. And, Jeez. Uh, my gosh, what a mess. We got to show you this video, too. From uh, This is priceless. Nancy Pelosi, I love this. Um, anyway, Myra Flores for Congress was... Um, getting in, getting, getting introduced. In. They, yeah, and they do the big photo op mm-hmm. with the Speaker of the House and all that kind of stuff. Uh, and Myra said, I'm so proud of my strong, beautiful daughter for not allowing this to phase her. <laughs> she continued to smile and pose for the picture like a queen. Uh-huh. No child should be pushed to the side for a photo op, period. What? No. Nancy wouldn't do that. Watch this. Watch Nancy's elbow. Uh, get out of here. What in the get world? Get out of here, kid. <laughs> what in the uh, world? Here she is in slow motion. Watch. She pushes her, just pushes her to the side. Like a bully. Get out of here. What? Is, I, Rotten little brat. I mean, the people that are in charge That's in unreal. this country and the are daughter despicable. Just moves right back where she was before. <laughs> Hand on her hip. Yeah. 
It's like, yeah. I, I don't, don't care. So. <laughs> wow. Nancy oh, Pelosi. Man. Garbage. The worst. The worst. So yesterday at 1 p.m., the January 6th committee called for a hearing today based on new evidence. New evidence. Yeah, we just wow. got word that uh, today's oh, uh, Cassidy Hutchinson, a top aide to Trump White House chief of staff, is the mystery witness today. Wow. So things are really picking up, right, for the 1-6 commission. Mm-hmm. Uh, Michael Stanger, Senate Sergeant of Arms on January 6th, was just found dead. Uh, here's a bit of what Stanger had to say Whoa. earlier in his testimony. There is an opportunity to learn lessons from the events of January 6th. Mm-hmm. Investigation should be considered as to the funding and traveling what appears to be professional agitators. Uh-oh, professional agitators. First Amendment rights should always be considered in conjunction with these investigations. Mm. Okay. Law enforcement coordination in the National Capital Region should be reviewed to determine what can be done in a more efficient, mm. productive manner. All right. Intelligence collection and dissemination, training, and concepts on the use of force must be consistent. This integration should be accomplished without regard to self-interest and cause. In, conclu- in conclusion, whenever you prepare for a major event, just always consider the possibility some level of civil disobedience at these demonstrations and plan accordingly. Again, he was just... January 6th went beyond disobedience. Oh. This was a violent, coordinated attack. Planned and coordinated. Could have been much worse. I don't know who... Concludes yeah, it includes, yeah. Planned and coordinated. So he wound up... Could be. Somebody found him dead. We yeah, don't know I, Yeah, I don't what. know the circumstances yet. Yeah. Um, we don't know if Clintons were in the area. Hmm? What was that? No, there can't be two but, places at uh, once. Right, well, that's true. They got Maxwell to go and Well, you've got Bill and Hillary that can both pull this off. Anyway, I you don't know if he's talking about Antifa right. as instigating this or Proud Boys. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know, but there were people there, and we know this, there were people instigating the violence and firing people up. And that's kind of what he's saying there, but it would have been interesting to know if he was yeah. speaking of, so who are you Senate talking about? Sergeant of Arms, now dead in the middle of the January 6th hearings. Weird. Very. 888-900-3393. Pat Gray returns. Yeah. Isn't this an enjoyable apocalypse? Oh, <laughs> man, it's fun. Mm. <laughs> love it. Just love this particular apocalypse. Mentioned that the 4th of July food costs are up just slightly. I mean, last year we saved so much money. Yeah. 16 cents. Hope you saved it. I I didn't. What? I, we flew to Fiji. What? Uh, yeah. That's your rainy day fund that Joe Biden hooked you up I with. I know. And Come we on. spent it all in one place on a trip to Fiji. You know, <laughs> you know that money that the, the guy sent to us, you know, mm-hmm. and then uh, uh, that's been completely absorbed. <laughs> by the extra costs in the last year of his presidency. Mm. Mm-hmm. So you basically mm-hmm. paid yourself ahead of time for all of the crap that you had to pay for later, thanks to Joe. Exactly. Now, they might rebate you again soon. Who knows? They probably will. They're going to send out, I guess, gas funds. Mm-hmm. No gas cards? To offset your... Yeah. <laughs> if they can figure out how to make ga- gas cards, that's what they're so probably going to do. They're going to print more money <clears throat> to send you money, which is mm-hmm. going to make the price go up even more down the road. But right. don't worry. 
here comes your gas card, which, by the way, don't forget, they can't produce those yet. Because they, they don't have the chips. They can't make the microchips because there's a shortage of those. <laughs> what a situation we're Third in. Third worldification. So ground beef prices are up 36% from a... 36% from a year ago. Chicken breast gained by a third. Uh, and let's see. Revelers can expect to spend 17% more on food for a barbecue, marking the biggest increase since the lobbying organization began tracking the lobbying organization of American Farm Bureau Federation. Oh, man. Which I follow all their lobby efforts. They got uh, a good bowling team. <laughs> do they? I haven't. Haven't seen the bowling team. Oh, you should check them out. They're pretty good. I usually watch the American Farm Bureau Federation uh, lacrosse team. Oh. They're really good. Okay. Really See, good. I'm over at Stucky Bowl, and you're over at the lacrosse field. Yeah. Got it. In 2021, the cost of Independence Day cookouts declined by less than 1%. As we mentioned, it saved us 16 cents. <laughs> but much has changed since then. Cost for fuel, labor, key farming inputs like fertilizer have soared. And of course, it's Russia's invasion of Ukraine. Otherwise, everything would be fantastic. Putin price hike, baby. There it right. is. Right. Paying more for burgers and lemonade, up 22%. It's just one measure of U.S. consumer sentiment as it fell to an all-time low. Not all food in the survey saw big jumps in price. Strawberries went down 16% and sliced cheese... <laughs> Fell thirteen percent. Oh, hey, there, there's your so life what are hack. You bitching about everything's fine. <laughs> there's your life hack. Stop your whining. Live off of sliced cheese and strawberries, and you can get around this problem. Wrap the strawberries and cheese, and you're mm. all set for a delicious meal <laughs> at an incredible savings. Morning, <laughs> noon, night. Strawberries <laughs> and cheese, and that's how you get around. That's how you navigate mm, this mm. Uh, Putin price hike everywhere else. That's how you do it. <laughs> But don't try to go anywhere, you know, for the 4th, uh, because more than 700 flights were canceled on Sunday again. Mm. At least 730 flights canceled across the U.S. Uh, Delta Airlines alone canceled 224 flights. United Airlines, another 71. American, 66. Wow. Why is this still going on? Atlanta's Hartsfield-Jackson International Airport was the most impacted uh, according to Flight Aware, there were 634 flight cancellations there Saturday. Yeah, and now you got um, uh, Delta pilots are picketing, mm. demanding a pay increase. Oh wow! And uh, that's going to help. Different schedules or something issue. Yeah, that's it's a, good. It's a good time to twist an arm, though, isn't it? Uh, yeah, right, Jeez. right. And you talk about Atlanta. I mean, that's the busiest airport. It's a bad place yeah. to be backing up flights. Yes, yes, oh, it is. Boy. The TSA posted this. Uh, they, they are really proud of this display of oversized liquids, gels, and aerosols. Well, they're keeping us safe. Travelers had in their carry-on bags that they confiscated, thank goodness. Wow, look at that. Look at Okay, I mean, if somebody had some suntan lotion over three ounces, uh, you know how dangerous that could have been on your flight. So fortunately, the TSA took care of that. In a three-day span, they collected this stuff. The limit for liquids uh, wow. through a checkpoint is 3.4 ounces, of course. So, Does it say what airport that is? That's not the Atlanta airport from a moment ago where the world champion Atlanta Braves... Syracuse airport. ...fly out of. No, it's not. Okay, just no, checking. No, it's not. Okay. No. 
Huh. Syracuse Airport. Syracuse. Okay, so... Now, here's the interesting part of this. Uh-huh. They confiscate all <laughs> these gels and liquids, but they let 85% of weapons through the checkpoints, according to the tests that the government has done on the TSA. So Do the government scanners really pick up liquid better than metal? Is that what the problem is? They must. What yes. is that? Okay, honest question. This is a serious question. If you work for the TSA or know someone who works for the TSA, mm-hmm. tell me. Their budget at Christmas time, they don't spend any money, right? They just confiscate people's belongings mm-hmm. at the security checkpoint and take it home. Am mm-hmm. I right? And that's because they wrap it yes. up and say Merry Christmas. Yes, that's that's exactly right. Here's some lotion. <laughs> okay. Oh, here's a tube of toothpaste. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I've told you about the Christmas ornament, the the little mini Christmas ornament from Disney that uh, years ago we were trying to get through the Tampa airport, mm-hmm. and they're like, "No, nah, I'm sorry, there's liquid in that snow globe there." There's like, I mean, it was literally, it was it was a small one. It wasn't even like a big one. It was a little mini one. Like, yeah, might be explosive and stuff. Now they've got a racket though. They've got a thing where you can mail it to yourself right there, so you end up spending. You know, eight hundred dollars, right? Eight times as much as you would at a normal post office to mail it to you, and it ends up being like five times the cost of the ornament. Yep. But otherwise, they would take it home and say Merry Christmas to their little girl. That's right. And don't forget, though, at the same time, you just made the point with the weapons. At the same time, I'm going through the Tampa airport, and they're mm-hmm. confiscating the little Disney snow pr- uh, princess globe thing. My stepdad's going through the Atlanta airport with a uh, a wine opener. Little spiral wine opener thing. Oh, yeah, they could just jam like, in somebody's yeah, eye. Come on through. Yes, sir. All right. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's insanity, man. Yeah. A couple of years ago, I was trying to uh, smuggle back some caramel sauce from my favorite ice cream restaurant in uh, in Salt Lake City. Sounds like you know you were doing wrong. Smuggle. <laughs> but I didn't even consider, okay, it's a big thing of caramel sauce. Uh-huh. I've, I don't remember how many ounces it was, but it was definitely over 3.4. <laughs> And they took it. Unreal. Bastards. They took it from me. Mm-hmm. I think it was like $16 I paid for that. Oh, bro. And some TSA agent enjoyed it yeah, instead of me and my family. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, What I was mean, that caramel sauce going to do? How many people have been killed by caramel sauce? How many? Okay, well, little known fact. If you have an exploding jar of caramel sauce mm-hmm. on one of my flights, I'm going to say, okay, I didn't see that coming. You didn't you see it me. coming. Probably should have confiscated that, but I I didn't see that. But you, I didn't see it coming. But you don't know this uh, little known fact. Uh, at when they busted through Bin Laden's compound there in Pakistan, mm-hmm. um, there were actually plans drawn up in one of his desk drawers there, and it was for caramel. exploding caramel sauce. Yeah, bomb. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, that's bomb. it. Makes sense then that they took it from. Me. See, they're on top of it, uh, keeping you safe. I completely, I was completely unaware of the o- Osama plans see? for caramel sauce. Well, that's why they're the government. Dang it. So you pay them Darn. directly from your paycheck. Okay. So they can keep right. you safe. And look how safe we are. Yeah. Don't you feel safe? I mean, look at all those liquids. None of those are on the street right now. None, None of, them. of them. Look at that. None of them. <laughs> look at that. Oh. And that's just in a three-day period at just the Syracuse Right. Airport. That's what I'm saying. So. Yeah. <laughs> They go home. You know that they go home. Oh, with all kinds of stuff? Mm-hmm. You bet they do. Mm-hmm. They love the 3.4 ounce thing because they're getting all kinds of goodies. Let me tell you about ScoreMaster. Your credit rating, your credit score is super important when you're trying to buy things. Um, when you want to finance anything from cars to homes, uh, any major purchase at all, it's, it's going to cost if you have bad credit. 
Well, that's why ScoreMaster exists. ScoreMaster users take about three weeks to raise your credit score by an average of 61 points. And 61 points added to your credit score, that could save you tens of thousands of dollars on anything you finance. ScoreMaster technology was developed by credit data scientists to boost your credit score higher and faster than you thought possible. ScoreMaster is really easy. It takes about a minute to get started, is all, and you don't have to wait months for your best score, like three weeks on average. Try it for free and see how many plus points you can add to your credit score. Go to scoremaster.com slash pat. That's scoremaster.com slash pat. Pat Gray. Unleashed. Oh, again, uh, the overtime thing is kind of difficult this week and next, uh, so it'll probably be an excerpt from uh, the Glenn Beck program that I'm doing with Stu. We'll find something there for you that uh, you'll enjoy, and we'll post that. Uh, And also filling in, of course, on Glenn Beck uh, radio program, on the broadcast, on his show. So uh, it's a big week. It's a big couple of weeks. This was the uh, New York Times front page on the day in 1973 the Supreme Court d- decided Roe v. Wade in a 7-2 to vote. Uh, here's some of the things that were going on. Lyndon Johnson, 36th president, is dead. Wow, in 1973. Huh. Yeah. yeah I'd forgotten weird. about that. Yeah, and, and what's so wild is um, it, it, less than a month before that, uh, Truman died. Oh, wow. So the country was still wow. mourning Truman, and then LBJ passed away uh also going on a parent heart attack comes uh as country mourns truman yeah, yeah you just yeah. mentioned that yeah. oh i like this one there we go foreman stops frazier in second round wins title pat this is literally the only reason that i pulled this and sent this to rob to pull down goes frazier <laughs> from that so that's i just wanted do. to down goes Frasier! Down goes Frasier! It's right there on the was front page. It? Was it worth it? Totally worth it. Okay. Yeah. Um, but you know what? No, but, but put that back up there. Look, look at this here. It says uh, Kissinger in Paris. Bro, how old is Henry Kissinger? Oh. I mean, he's got to be 130 by now. Has to be. I mean, has he, to be. He's, he's made some kind of pact uh, with somebody. Now, an argument could be made. Mm-hmm. Um, but... Uh, yeah, I just love I love just snapshots in history, like looking at uh, yeah, it's interesting headlines and stuff like that. But if you'll also notice though, on this headline, look at that though. It says, um, "High court rules abortions legal the first three months." Boy, that uh, uh-huh. that sure changed. Yes, the first trimester. That sure changed. Yeah, Roe v. Wade. <laughs> if if we had just gone back to Roe v. Wade, it would have been a, a huge plus for the pro life movement. It would have been better. Uh huh. But they're they're so far beyond Roe v. Wade. Right. Jeez. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Also, uh, the left is really on, and I, I think we mentioned this from the first Liberty people. The left is really starting to push this pack the Supreme Court thing now. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's critical what happens this November in the U.S. Senate. The Senate and the House need to go back to Republican, but. If the Senate doesn't, uh, we could 
we could be in real trouble as far as Supreme Court justices because they could just decide, yeah, we're going to 13 Supreme Court justices. And they'll tell you, oh, we've done it before. We've done it in the past. It's fine. This is nothing unusual. We've done this multiple times in the past. Um, No. No, we haven't. That's another lie the left is trying to get away with right now. We have changed the number of justices on the court. It's been, you know, six or seven. It's been eight. It's never been more than nine in the history of the United States. It's never been more than nine. So this is this is unique. This is an unprecedented effort. Don't let them tell you we've done this before. It's never been done. We haven't, we've never gone to 13 Supreme Court justices or 15 like a lot of people want. So just know that when you're getting bombarded from idiots online, on Twitter, wherever, uh, that has not happened. This would be as if the nation hasn't already changed enough, but this would be the final nail right here. This would be nation changing. Sure would being completely unrecognizable. Yeah, it really would. And we're going to have that transition. Um, you know, what's-her-face has to has to be seated on the court after this session is done. Ketanji Brown. Uh, so that's going to happen. She's at least replacing a, a progressive anyway, so it, it doesn't matter that much. But if they start adding judges, it's going to matter a great deal. Uh, 888-900-3393. So... How did the Colin Kaepernick workout go with the Las Vegas Raiders? Remember how people have said all along since, what, 2016? Is that how long he's been out of the league? I think it is. Mm. I think 2016 was the last year he played, if I'm not mistaken. No, hang on a second. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. Uh, but hang on a second. Because he's already signed with them, right? Like The Raiders, they, they loved what they saw, right? And he's already uh, no. signed a contract? Yeah, 2016, correct. Huh. So what do you mean? Why haven't they signed him yet? No, right? I, Well, Warren Sapp. Had some th- a few things to say that that may be of interest uh-huh. uh, along those lines. Hey, do you see Kaepernick coming back? I mean, he no. he tried out no. with the Raiders recently, <laughs> but I heard the tryout wasn't all that great. I heard it was a disaster. I heard one of the worst workouts ever. I'm wondering how the hell this happened and the tape didn't get out, right? <laughs> I mean, somebody wasn't over the bow- over the fence or nothing. Come on, man! Wow. <laughs> So Warren Sapp, former NFL great, uh, has inside information that the workout for Colin Kaepernick Worst was- ever. <laughs> Which is why, apparently, they haven't signed him yet. Now, they deny this. They say, oh, no, he's got a really strong arm. Hmm. And uh, he was in good shape. It went well. Yeah, we're evaluating Did the it? tape. We're, eva- we're still looking at the tape uh-huh. from, from the workout. Show us all the tape. That would be great. Because you know he sucked. He had to. I'll bet you. He. I'll bet... Sap is right on that. And somebody let that leak that wasn't supposed to because it's been very quiet since his workout. Uh, but we're very excited that Colin Kaepernick might be back in the league because what a terrific NFL football player he was. It's the kind of personality you want. It, yes. Face face of the, of the team. And yes. The league. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. We'll see. I mean, it'll be interesting to see where this goes, if it goes anywhere but, at all. But we agree, as does Stephen A. Smith, 
right? Uh, the ESPN guy. Mm-hmm. That Colin Kaepernick doesn't want to play. No, I don't think he does. I, I'm, I was kind of surprised so that he took the workout with the with the okay, with fine, the Raiders. Fine, he did. But what are, what are the chances that he sucked on purpose? No, it's possible. If it was like the, the worst right. workout ever, and then he can say, "See, I tried, oh, and well. they just didn't like it. They 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 don't like me because I took a knee." <laughs> Think of how much money he's making not getting driven into the ground by people that hate him. Well, supposedly Nike's paying him $20 million a year. See, I wouldn't want to play in the NFL either if I, I was know. making that money sitting on my couch. Right? Complaining about America every now and then. <sighs> All right. Uh, 888-900-3393. What are the remaining issues for the United States Supreme Court? Because there are still four more. Four more court rulings have to come out in the next uh, few days, um, including a ruling on immigration. It's the remain in Mexico policy. The justices are considering whether the Biden administration can terminate the Trump era border policy known as remain in Mexico. Lower courts so far have blocked Biden from ending it. Under the program launched in 2019, Department of Homeland Security can send certain non-Mexican citizens who entered the United States back to Mexico instead of detaining them or releasing them into the United States. We should always have that ability. What are you talking about? How is this an issue that reached the Supreme Court? I, I don't know. <laughs> Wait, we had to have a policy launched in 2019 so we could send people back? What? Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Uh, while their immigration proceedings play out, uh, I guess we let them stay. We release them into the United States. You never see them again. Uh, critics call the policy inhumane and say it exposes as- asylum seekers with credible claims to dangerous and squalid conditions. Case raises questions not only regarding immigration law, but also a president's control over policy and his diplomatic relationships with neighboring countries. Be interesting to see how they rule on that. There's also climate change, the EPA authority to regulate emissions from power plants. They're going to decide a case concerning the EPA's authority to regulate carbon emissions from existing power plants in a dispute that could harm the administration's attempt to slash emissions. Mm. Comes at a moment when scientists are sounding alarms about the accelerating pace yeah. of global warming. Yeah, the oceans we learned about earlier, man. Yeah. They're getting hot. Did you know scientists were sounding the alarm? Huh. <laughs> Is it a... <laughs> didn't... Huh. Yeah. Uh, the court's decision to step in and hear the case concerned environmentalists because there's no rule currently in place. A oh. lower court wiped away a Trump-era rule in 2021... And the Biden EPA is currently working on a new rule. Conservative justices seized the moment and delivered the opinion they'd long promised. But the fact that there were enough votes to take up the issue now struck some as an aggressive grant signaling the court wants to limit the scope of EPA's authority. Please do. Please. Please. This could be, if they rule the right way on immigration and this EPA climate change thing, mm-hmm. what a session this is going to be for the U- U.S. Supreme Court. That's what I said. I hope you rested up after <sighs> your uh, no rioting kidding. in the street this weekend. because You're going to do some more. When the EPA ruling comes down, you're going to be 
pissed. It's almost scary, isn't it? How great this session has been because the left is so radical and so violent and they, they don't care about violence. Again, if this was the right threatening all this violence, right? Oh my gosh, we'd be We'd be under martial law. I'm not kidding. Yeah. Yeah. We would be and under martial law. It would be all the media is talking about. Yep. Oh boy, the conservatives are Here angry they are again. again, not getting their way in the court. Look, trust the process, y'all on the right. What's your problem? Elections have consequences, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. Know your place, conservatives. And every single time something doesn't go their way, it's illegitimate. All of a sudden, the U.S. Supreme Court is illegitimate? Huh. <laughs> That's weird. Because you used to... You used to believe on the left that everything they did was the gospel, solid truth. It was carved in granite. There's nothing you could do about it because the Supreme Court ruled. Huh. Not so much anymore. Also, they're going to rule on Native American lands. Victor Manuel Castro Huerta, a non-Indian, was convicted of child neglect in a case concerning his stepdaughter, who is a member of the Eastern Band of Cherokee Indians. Which is interesting because, you know, they took the whole uh, Cherokee Nation. Did they? And they put them on a reservation. Yeah, they took away their way of life. The tomahawk, the bow and knife. Okay. (laughs) This is... uh, They took away their native tongue and taught their English uh, to our young. That's not right. The beads they Uh made by hand Mm -hmm. uh, are nowadays made in Japan or... Even more nowadays. That's not quite how I saw that. China. Lyric ending. Really? Weird. Huh. It did rhyme, though. Okay. This is actually going to be an interesting case. It is. Is the state got jurisdiction or the Native American tribe? This is interesting. Uh, We'll see. Because that that ruling is going to come down in the next couple of days or maybe early next week. All right. See you on the Glenn Beck program as well today. And then back here on Unleashed tomorrow.